This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode one of Coaching Call with Amy Griffith. I am your host, Amy Griffith, and I'm so pumped to be here, so excited to finally launch this podcast for you all. If you have been around following me on social media, you guys will know I've been talking about this for a while and I just want a space where I can share with you the behind the scenes, the tips and tricks, the journey, the development, the leadership, all the things that I've learned on my journey as an entrepreneur and business building. And I just want a space where I can give all that information to you so it can help you guys grow as well. So super pumped. And also, if you have been around, you'll know how I do things. It's very raw, unedited, real time. Just it is what it is. These are not going to be edited. It's like we're just having a conversation. You and I sitting, chatting, FaceTiming, whatever. That's the vibe. So super, super pumped for this. I do want to say as well. Today is a very, well, not today, the day that this is launching, the day that you are hearing this, it is actually my four-year anniversary within my business. So I became an entrepreneur on this day, March 9th, 2019. So four years of experience. I figured this is the best time that I can share with you guys everything business, how I started my business, everything I did as a brand new entrepreneur and really dive into those details with you. My time of recording this is a bit different. It's February 7th. So I'm just really getting prepared and organized here. Let's go. That's the energy. That's the vibe. So yeah, happy four years to me. I am in the space of network marketing or social marketing, digital marketing, whatever you want to call it. I do a lot of social media, I coach a lot of people, I sell products, all sorts of things. So that is what I'm going to primarily talk about, but these tips are going to be useful in any business, whatever type of entrepreneur that you are, this is going to be helpful for you. So with that being said, I kind of want to take it back to that day four years ago and what that was like for me. So I was actually a full-time university student. I was going to school here in Vancouver, Canada, where I'm based, and I was a dance major. So I was studying and training very intensively in ballet and contemporary dance, and it was my passion. I loved it. I was immersed in it. It's all growing up. I was a competitive dancer. I just absolutely loved it. But to be honest, you guys, I went to school because I felt like everyone my age, I was 21 at the time, everyone my age goes to school, you go to college, you go to university, you get a degree, And that's just what you do. So I felt like I should go to school. I am glad that I went to school. Obviously, I'm well, not obviously, but I'm not really doing anything with my degree now. It was just simply a passion and something I really, really loved. But I also think if I wasn't in that stage of life, in that season of life, being a student, I may not have started my own business. So for that, I'm super grateful. So rolling back. I was a full-time student. I was also working two part-time minimum wage jobs. So life was busy. It was full on. I was going into finals week. I was going into show week, which is like eight shows back to back. 
every single night. I was exhausted. There was a lot going on, a lot of stress. And honestly, at this point, being in my third year, I knew I didn't want to pursue dance afterwards as a career. Loved it as a passion, but I knew I didn't want it as a career. I knew I wanted to earn a lot of money. I'm just going to be blunt and honest. No shame in saying that. I got a money mindset, okay? I knew I wanted abundance. I knew I wanted flexibility and choices and to be able to give back one day, to be able to give back to my parents and my friends. And I knew I wanted to live every single day however I wanted to. And I knew I was willing to hustle for that and to work for that. But I just didn't have a opportunity to do that. I just didn't I didn't I didn't know that that was ever a thing until I found how how I could be an entrepreneur, how I could build my own business and the profession that I am currently in now. So, that's when everything started for me. I signed up for my business. I got the ball rolling. And I had no experience, you guys, like zero. I had never run a business before in my life. I started a new Instagram Instagram account that same day that I started my business. So I literally started at zero. My other account, I never touched, never used it. I would post once every six months a selfie if I like changed my hair or there was a birthday. You know what I mean? Like I didn't use social media as a business tool. I didn't network with people. I didn't care for it. I had like two super close friends in university. Other than that, wasn't interested in talking to people, just not going to lie. I really kept to myself. So this whole experience of being in the people business and selling a product and growing my own brand was so new to me and so terrifying and was something I had to learn, but I was willing to do it. I was willing to do whatever it takes because my vision was so strong. It was driving me, which I'm going to get into that. But when I started my business, Yes, I was in school. Yes, I was working two jobs. And I also lived in a very small apartment. I lived in a 400 square foot studio apartment. If you don't know what a studio apartment is, it is those apartments where there's no rooms, okay? Kitchen, bedroom, uh, living room is all one. It's one square. And then we had a little hallway and it took you to the bathroom. And then we had a closet. And it was literally 400 square feet. It was so small. And I'm living there with my boyfriend and my cat, my cat Sanchez. I'm staring at him right now. He's looking at me all curled up, all happy while I'm recording this for you guys. So I lived in a very small space at the time. Um, And just living that student life, just living that broke student life, that is what's affordable in Vancouver. That's what was affordable for me at the time. So I just, I paint this, picture for you guys so you can really step into my shoes and see where I was at because maybe some of you relate maybe you're a student maybe you're a bit younger maybe you're in a place in your life where you feel like I hear this all the time like I don't have an aesthetic house I can't take these photos I can't build I can't have events you can those are excuses you absolutely can you figure it out I had to figure it out so I started my business and you guys the main thing that started to drive me my my vision was crystal clear, crystal clear. I had a motto the day I started. I had a motto I would say every day. In one year from now, I am financially independent. In one year from now, I won't be working for anyone else. I'm going to be working solely for myself. One year from now, for me, that was going to be the same amount of time within a year. That's when I was graduating. So that made sense for me. I had this 
deadline I was putting on to myself. I knew in one year from now, I'm not going to have student loans supporting me. I'm actually going to have to pay those back. You know, you got to pay those back. Who knew? Like, I'm going to have to go and pay my own rent and not rely on support of my parents. All my groceries, all the fun things I want to do, any of the travel I want to do. It's like, I got to be able to afford this. And if I want to stay in Vancouver, one of the most expensive cities in the world, I got to get my shit together. Like, I got to get it together. And I knew that. And so I would play this story in my head, this motto in my head of in one year from now, I'm financially independent. And that would drive me. And I feel like one year, it wasn't super long term, but it also wasn't super short term. I wasn't saying, oh, I'm going to like, see how we go within the next two weeks, within the next two months. I'll give it a good go. And if it's just not taken off by that point, whatever, then we'll just try something else. That was not an option. I was dedicated to the long term. And I also knew even if in a year from now, it wasn't exactly where I wanted it to be, I was going to keep going. I had a long term, bigger vision. I was thinking like an entrepreneur. I knew that was important. I couldn't just think like an employee and think that that's going to help me build a thriving soaring blossoming business i gotta think like a business owner and you guys most businesses take three to five years to start see that profit come back right so even a year it's pretty short term so many of us are getting so impatient and so desperate almost where we get so frustrated when we don't see the results that we want but i encourage you keep your hunger but you gotta have patience while you work as well it's so 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 crucial so anyway First things first, vision was crystal clear. I knew what I wanted in a year from now. I knew I wanted a different life. I knew all those things I already mentioned earlier. I knew I wanted those so badly and there was no other choice. Now that I knew that was an option, now that I knew, okay, I want to work for myself. I love an uncapped earning potential that being an entrepreneur in any business can give you. It got me so excited and I made it work, you guys. So with this crazy schedule that I had, like I didn't know a day off. That was non-existent. I fit it in. I made my business an absolute priority. When it was late at night and my boyfriend's trying to sleep, I would take my kitchen chopping board, my wooden chopping board. I still have it. I take my laptop, my chopping board, my notebook, and I would go into the bathroom. I should mention this. I mostly remember this for my calls I would have with my team my team who lives in Australia, okay? Big time difference. I think the calls oftentimes were at 2.30 a.m. on the weekends. 2.30 a.m., I'd set an alarm for two minutes before so I could roll out of bed, grab my chopping board, grab my laptop, grab my notebook, get to the bathroom. I'd set up in the bathroom, chopping board over the sink, place my laptop on top of it, sit on the toilet, turn my camera on, on in the Zoom. I'd turn my camera on, on the Zoom so that they could see I was serious, so that I could feel like I'm serious. If you're hiding, if you're trying to be small, if you're trying to play it safe, that is not going to grow you a massive thriving business. I was showing up (laughs) in my bathroom on my toilet at 2.30 in the morning. It wasn't pretty, but I did it anyway, and it built this confidence in me. I was willing to show up for anything. And guys, those Zoom calls were recorded. I could have just watched it the next morning but I want you to really understand how serious I was when I started my business. I was serious and I was showing up for myself and for my business regardless of what time it was or how inconvenient it was. It was important to me because I knew I was building my future. 
I wasn't playing a game. I wasn't dabbling in a hobby. I was building my future. So I treated it like that, okay? So that's what I would do. I would get up, go to the bathroom. I'm going to school. I got a break. I got a lunch hour. I would take some of that time during my lunch hour. I'd stay in the dance studio. I'd go on my phone and I wouldn't scroll mindlessly. I would build my business. I was networking. I was talking to people. I was sharing. I was chatting. I had products with me, my wellness products. I'd have them. I'd let people try them. I'd ask for people's feedback on them. Hey, my business is up and running. I'm excited. I just love to collect some opinions from my friends just so I can hear what your thoughts are. That would be so helpful and supportive for me. I was asking people to try things. I was getting myself out there. I was letting people know. Right, so I would use my breaks. I normally use my morning time for studying because I still needed to do that. That was also a priority. You can do it all, you guys. You can really do it all. It's a lot, but you can do it all. So I would study in the morning, use my lunch breaks for my business. Any other study breaks I would have, I would often do my studies, yes, but then I would also build my business as well. I would delegate my time. I would prioritize different things in different time slots. And then after school, all night, I'm building my business. And you guys, I never felt like, oh, like I have to go work my business now. It was always like I get to work my business now. I felt and still do to this day. I felt so lucky that I have an online business that's in my control that I just have the opportunity to work on and build. This is something I saw the potential snowball effect that this could have for my life. I visualized myself pushing this snowball, this heavy snowball up this mountain, but I could see the peak of when I get to the top and when the snowball just starts to roll down effortlessly and starts to build and grow and grow and grow and grow with much less effort, if any at all. I visualize what I'm creating and the momentum that I'm seeking and building. I would see that. I was willing to do that uphill push at first. And I want to ask if you are as well and what that really means to you. You got to be able and you got to be willing to put in that work to make that happen. That's what I was doing. Made it a priority, put it in my calendar. All right, on to the next one. I got over myself. And let me say, this wasn't easy. This was so not easy to get over myself and put my ego aside. I was terrified of people's judgments at first. I'm 21. Like, I care. Okay, I care what people think of me. I care what they're saying or whatever. Like, it's normal. It's human. We all do it. But I had to really think to myself, like, what is more important? The approval from my friend group right now or my future? If I keep doing what I've always been doing, if I keep going in the direction that my current friend group is going, am I actually going to be happy? Is that the life that I want? And I realized that it wasn't. I wanted things to be different and I had to be willing to go against the grain to change it. So what usually happens when you start a business, you're going to get some eye rolls. People are going to laugh at you, talk behind your back maybe, maybe try to talk you out of it. I had that a few times. People would try to talk me out of it and I'm like, what is going on? And I would just keep going anyway. I would continue. I'd show up. I'd say thank you for your your opinion, but I'm actually super excited. I'm actually super happy. Um, It's okay if it's not your cup of tea. No stress. And I kept on keeping on. I just continued going at it. And what starts to happen, you guys, as you start to 
thrive, as you start to get excited about your vision and your business, as you just get to work and take action and you start to build, people see that. People watch you closely. And usually over the first few weeks of starting your business, people are laughing at you, talk about you, whatever, let them do their thing. Literally, it doesn't matter. And you got to realize that people are worried about themselves much, much, much more than they're worried about you. They might think about you for a second, but then they're back to their own problems. They're back to their own worries. They're back to their own life. You do it too. Think about yourself. Are you thinking about everyone else right now and what they're doing? Like, probably not. Like, what a waste of time. Like, you're you're looking at you. You're wondering what you need to be doing and you're focused on yourself. Everyone else is the same, okay? Little side note that you need to know there. So, after the first few weeks, people are watching you, whatever. They'll start to see you continue on anyway and they get curious and respect starts to build. When you take yourself seriously, only then can outside eyes and other people take you seriously. Do not expect to start your business and be brand new and you're talking about it, you're excited and expect everyone to just jump on board with you and support you and buy your products and want to be a part of it with you. You have to earn that. You have to show them, hey, I'm serious about this. I'm going to be consistent. I'm going to show up. I'm going to be the best leader you've ever seen. I'm going to do this. I'm going to have integrity and I'm going to follow through with what I said I was going to do. You have to earn that. So you got to continue to show up every single day, even when it's tough, even when it's tough, especially when it's tough, continue to show up because people are going to start to come back around and they'll suddenly be interested or they'll be open. Or when you hit your first milestone, they're going to say, congratulations. This started to happen a lot in my business. People started to come around. Some people, it took a few weeks. Some people, it took a few months. Some people, it took a few years. And some people, it's still taking that time. And that's okay because I'm focused on what I can control. And I'm focused on the right people. The people who do want to grow with me. Who do support me. Who make me feel good about myself. Those are the people I'm surrounding myself with. So if you're in those beginning stages of your business, if you can relate, just know it does get better. You get better at handling those conversations and handling those feelings and emotions that come with it. It can be so uncomfortable, but you've got this. You've got this. Every entrepreneur has to go through that period of time. And I'm so glad during those struggles and that time of my life and my business that I didn't let anyone's opinions take me out or throw me off or discourage me. Few pity parties, a few tears, not gonna lie to you. I don't cry often, but sometimes it just gets to you or it all just comes out at once. It's gonna happen and that's okay and you keep going anyway. In my first two weeks of business, I remember having a business launch in my apartment building. So my little cutie little studio apartment, we had a little community section where there's a kitchen and a little patio and gardens outside it was super tiny but it was bigger than my apartment so I decided I'm gonna have a business launch and this is in the first two weeks of my business and I invited all my good friends from my dance classes the girls I would see every single day and I actually had a pretty good turnout I think there was about seven of them that showed up people kind of come in and out right I think I sold one tiny thing one tiny thing and it was a pity buy like she did not really want it she just felt bad for me like for sure and that's all that I got out of it and none of them were interested in what I had going on 
And I share this with you as well because you'll see people now or people who've been in business for years and you'll see these awards or successes and you just think it all just happened so easy. But the truth is, is that everyone goes through those periods of time, those awkward times, those dips, those setbacks, the obstacles. That's a part of your journey and your story. And I knew this going into it. I knew this. I was learning this as I went. So I knew, okay, this was kind of embarrassing, but at least, hey, I got practice. I sold something, even though it wasn't much and it was a pity buy. I still sold something. Gave me practice. I sold something. And this is going to be a really important part of my story when my team comes in and they have the same experience. I'm going to be able to relate to them, which is going to make me such a good leader. This is going to make me have stories to tell and be able to help people and relate with people so that I can lift them up and coach them through that. Every crappy thing that happens to you in your business in these starting stages and just in general as you go down the years, it's all making you a much better leader. So collect those with pride and excitement and know it's just a part of your story and you're going to love telling those stories for ages as you get going. Okay, next thing I did, you guys, after I got my clear vision, I got over my ego, I said a whole bunch of other stuff that I just did not have written in the notes, but we're just going with the flow. I was in conversations. So I am in, like I said, network marketing. I'm marketing things and I'm networking. I'm in a people business. I serve and help people in many different ways. And this means that I got to talk to people. And like I mentioned, I wasn't really a people kind of gal. I really didn't, wasn't interested in talking to people, but I switched that around for myself. I changed my mindset on that through lots of personal growth. And again, my vision that was driving me and realizing how good it feels to be able to help people so I was in conversations every day, every day, every day, every day. I was reaching out. I was connecting. I was learning how to make new friends. I was learning how to build relationships. I was learning how to build rapport. And maybe these are a bunch of things that we can have future podcast topics with, right? All sorts of things. Like I was really developing these skills that are crucial to be successful within your business I had to learn those things, so I was practicing, and I was trash at first, you guys. I would just word vomit on people. I'm super blunt. I'm super direct. Sometimes that did not work in my favor. Like, I had to learn how to talk to people. So if you feel like, I don't even know how to talk to someone, I don't know how to have a conversation, I had to learn that too, and it is a skill that you'll learn within your business, but what I've really come to realize, when you're speaking from passion, and you're just being yourself you're just being genuine and you have that person's best interest at the forefront of your mind you'll win we make it a lot more complicated than it needs to be listening to someone is so much more powerful than trying to just drill them with all this information i was getting into conversations i was asking people questions and talking and sharing and seeing what would help that person out the most so i didn't just pitch them a random business or product or service, I was just in a conversation flow so I could see, do I have something that's going to help this person? And I was doing this all the time, you guys. And this is a key part of this is that a lot of people will start and talk to a few people, but not enough people. And they wonder why their business isn't moving forward. I was constantly seeking new people to share with and to talk to 
new friendships to build, constantly on the look for my next best business partner, that next qualified runner who I align with, who aligns with me, who's like-minded that I want to work with, my next perfect client who is in desperate need of what I have to offer. I was on the lookout all the time and going through that sorting process of finding those people. I always, I just remember this so clearly, like if my DMs weren't on a constant rotation of conversations about my business, then I felt like I wasn't doing enough. I continuously kept that flow in motion, never leaving that momentum. And yes, it takes effort. Yes, it takes effort. Yes, that takes work. A lot of you are going to be like, oh, like sounds like a lot like it was, but I was so happy when I was in that flow. That's when I'm just the most excited and I feel like I'm actually doing something and I'm actually creating an impact when I'm in that constant flow of conversations, doing reach outs, doing follow ups, asking for referrals, asking to offer samples, be generous in the starting stages of your business, especially be generous, offer people samples, offer them to try it out, offer them something. Don't just expect to get all of this stuff from people. Don't expect all these sales. Don't expect everyone to do everything for you. Be generous. Give, 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 give before you ever expect to get anything in return. And you'll get so much more in return, more than you could ever even imagine. And you can use this with your products or your services or whatever, but also with your social media and the value that you give. When you give tremendous value and you're really there for that person and you go a little above and beyond and do more than what's expected of you, that is when your business is going to start to soar because people can see it's real, it's authentic, they'll connect with you better, the trust builds so much faster and stronger. But again, a lot of people will not be willing to do that, but that's kind of a secret sauce. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Okay, let's move this along. Another thing I did when I started my business is I affirmed what I wanted every day. I affirmed what I wanted. What does that mean? I would speak what I wanted to see. I was acting like I was the top of my profession, (laughs) in my first week of business and I kept that energy. And this doesn't mean I was posting luxury things or how much money I make or like any of those types of things. First of all, I didn't have any of those things so it didn't have anything to show anyway. But that's not what people want to see. I I was showing up with this posture and this confidence and this energy that made people go, there's no freaking way she's been in business for a week. She must be running this like this whole thing she must be top of the league in all the leagues do you know what I mean it was coming across in my confidence and even though I didn't really know what I was talking about I was still learning I was learning along the way step by step I decided to lead with passion and energy and enthusiasm and because of that people listened people started to listen and become interested right so anyway as I was going in my business, affirming what I wanted, I would say affirmations to myself. And one I remember so clearly, I would say, there is a lineup of people. I would visualize you guys, this lineup of actual human beings down the hallway of my building, around the block, outside on the street, just zigzagging through the city. I would see this lineup of people who were just so excited to buy from me or to be a business partner with me. 
I would just visualize this. And you guys, I had zero clients at this time. I had zero team members. I had zeros across the board, but I decided to start to visualize what do I want? What do I want to bring into existence into my life? And that's what I wanted. So I would say there's a lineup of people who are just so excited to be a part of my team or to buy my products. And I would say this every single day, regardless of what was actually going on in my business, your thoughts have power. Your thoughts turn into what you speak out loud and what you speak has even more power. So I want to ask you, what affirmations are you saying? What are you thinking? What are you speaking? Because it's all going to come into existence. You need to be intentional with it. So every day I would affirm what I wanted. I still do that to this day. I choose to only see the glass half full and what is truly possible. And I bring this abundance into my life every day. It's intentional. It's not magic. I have bad days, you guys. (laughs) I have bad days and obstacles too. Everybody does, but you are only in control of your own thoughts, your own words, and your own actions. So be intentional with that. Last, but certainly not least, my friends, I was coachable and highly independent. So coachable meaning when I came into my business, I'm in the business where there's mentorship, there's coaching, and that was great. I did not expect that, to be quite honest with you. Anything my mentor said to do, I did it 10 times the amount. I had a healthy competition, okay? Who, who here likes a little bit of healthy competition? I definitely do. I definitely do. I would take what she said and I would 10x it. I would see what she did and I would 10x it. I was just trying to outrun what she was doing because she was building what I wanted. So I was just going to do what she was doing so I could get the same, if not better results. I used my role models as a roadmap for success. I did not try to recreate the wheel. I was being myself. I was being genuine. And the more authentic I showed up as on my social media, in my conversations and everything that I did, the more I grew. But action-wise, I was doing what she was doing. I was doing what the successful people were doing to get to be where I wanted to be. Don't make it more complicated than it has to be. Find the person who's in the position that you are working towards and study them. What are they doing? And then just replicate just replicate just do that same if not more amount of action and i encourage you to go a little above and beyond because that's really when the magic happens and then the other half of this being independent because you want to be coachable you want to be willing to take on what you're being coached but i feel like a lot of people will wait around for their coach to say something they're waiting for their mentor to tell them their next milestone or what they should do next or see how they're going you are putting a lid on yourself. If that is you, I'm going to call you out right now. You're putting a lid on yourself. You're putting a lid on your success and you're probably not going to go very far. I'm just going to be very honest with you. Independence. Your business is your responsibility, your income, your personal growth, your success, your failure. Everything is in your hands. It is your responsibility. Nobody else's. It is not your your mentor's job or your coach's job to be telling you what to do. It's your job to just go do it. It's your job to step into your leadership and your independence. I came into this business not knowing I had mentorship. I was excited when I did because I was like, oh, this is cool and fun. But even if I didn't have it, I would have still just, I would have just ran. I would have done the same thing 
anyways. I loved the community vibe and the support and the recognition. Yes, I love that. But I didn't need any of that. I was in this business to build my dream life. And then I realized and help others do the same. Let that impact become a ripple effect throughout my life into other people's lives. But I I had my own vision. I had that bigger picture thinking for myself. And I didn't expect anyone to do anything for me to help me do that. I want to challenge you, if this is new to you, to step fully into your independence. Don't wait for anyone. Don't wait for permission. Don't wait for someone to clap for you. You just need to get up every single day and clap for yourself. That is the best thing that you can do in your business is to be your biggest cheerleader. Push yourself. Have that coachability. Yes. Take things. Do it. Shorten that gap. Just take it. Don't overthink it. Put it into action. But you are your own person. You are an adult. I'm assuming those of you who are listening are adults. You get to do what you want to do. So you get to choose your pace. Take the lid off of yourself. Stop blaming people. That is my advice to you. So I'm going to wrap this up here. Perhaps we can have a part two of this because there's just so much, so much I could share about my journey within this business and what it was like in those starting stages. But those are the big, big, big ones. If this was helpful for you guys, let me know. Leave me a comment. Leave me that five star, whatever it might be. I've never podcasted before. So this is all new. And I'm so excited to be on this journey with you guys and grow with you and watch the blossoming and thrivingness of your business to come. Super excited for you guys. Thank you so much for spending this time with me and I will see you all on the next podcast. Bye-bye.